I watch film, but I'd be honest, I mean, when I first started watching film, I was just watching the game. Hello everybody, welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host, at NFL on Twitter, and of course follow the group at UK Packers, and I'm on my own. So what we're doing is, is we're going into sort of uh, slow down mode here in UK Packers HQ, so the season doesn't mean anything, we're out of the playoffs, and it's very hard to preview or analyse a game that's coming when we really have no idea which way the Packers are going to play it. Now we've seen Mike McCarthy come out this week and say that anybody who's adding to this sort of circle of negativity, this this poor play, is going to have to be held accountable. Uh, read between the lines. Maybe Dom Capers, maybe it goes deeper than that, who knows. Um, but it'd be interesting to see what he does, because by his own admission, he's not going to wait to get to the bottom of it. He's going to start making football decisions pretty soon. So... Let's keep an eye uh, to see if the if the coaching decisions are the way Pack Nation seems to want them. There's plenty of articles flying around about why we should move on from Dom Capers, and that's picked up momentum. We've seen uh, you know petitions online, but again, that's not really going to factor into Mike McCarthy's reckoning. He's not like a doctor who sits on Facebook, one more like, and I can save this girl's life. You know, he's he's not going to go. I wonder what people are saying on online petitions. Let me just have a... Let me go to petitions.com and have a scroll. It's not going to happen. So, look, there's very little to talk about or analyse with this game. It's going to be effectively a junk time game. They're going to put bread in again. Um, I see an awful lot online about, like... Especially before the decision came out. And I'll talk about Clown of the Week briefly. um, Because this was supposed to be like a 30-second thing and jump off. But, you know, an awful lot of people talking about where we'd ask the question, you know, do they bench Aaron Rodgers or do they play him now that the, the season is over? And then they ended up putting them on IR and answering that question. But everyone was saying, oh yeah, bench Aaron Rodgers, don't let him get hurt. Um, and that's obvious from the injury. But, you know, there's a bigger question here that do we bench most of our starters and just put out the second team, you know? Let them fight it out, see what we have. Because arguably, that's why we saw what we had in the running backs. You know, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones... Uh, Devontae Mays to a lesser extent that's how we knew what we had in those guys because arguably they were going to be bit par players no matter how good they looked in in practice but then when Ty Montgomery went down and these guys had to step up they didn't they made it count um it's very hard it's a, kind of like a preseason game where it's hard to judge talent on a preseason game because you're usually playing with second stringers so you have second stringers blocking for you throwing to you and arguably you're up against other second stringers, so it's very hard to judge. Now, we're coming up against a very strong Vikings team who are tipped for the Super Bowl. They could be the first team in NFL history to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Talk about home field advantage. So whether you want to subscribe to that or not is another thing. Um, Honourable Clown of the Week mention has to go to the guy who, look, Instagram, we put out picks, and we put out a pick straight away to say placed on IR with Aaron Rodgers, right? The minute it happened, we put it out there to bring the breaking news to the Instagram folk. And the way the algorithm works now on Instagram is that if you like sneaker picks predominantly, well, then what you're going to find is, is that you will get your suggestions are just full of sneaker picks. And also the people that you like more of the people you follow will show up more at the top of your timeline. So we put out that pick of Aaron Rodgers when it happened. And a guy comments like two, three days later and says, Lads, we know that already. Stop being annoying. <laughs> it's kind of like we put it up the minute it happened. The minute it happened, just because of the algorithm, you saw it. 
you know, two, three days later, and then you call us annoying. Like, you're the dick, okay? Clown of the week. Dope of the week. Um, the second clown of the week has to go to the NFL, I suppose. Uh, Thomas Davis by... That decision that was made to reduce his ban from two days down to one for that sick blindside hit on Devontae Adams. I don't care what anybody says. The dude meant it. All the stuff... Of course he meant it. It was targeting. It was headhunting. We've seen with what Zach Brown come out that this is rampant in the NFL. And you might go, well, what, Steve? One comment and it's rampant. But it goes to show the attitude and how people will step out and say it. Now, that guy's just missing. He's a few screws loose, Zach Brown, to come out and admit it. I'm sure he's lawyers and his representatives and his sports management people were like, Jesus Christ, Zach, what are you doing? But I've no doubt that that is still in the game. You know, it was endemic and embedded in the game before that the big hits are the ones that you come off and go, oh, fair play. We've seen some analysts on NFL Network say the same. That a couple of years ago, you'd be congratulating the guy and giving him the game ball for that hit. But it, it's been stamped out of the game now. But still. So, you know, reduced from two games to one game. Because they felt that it wasn't consistent. Because Rob Gronkowski got one game. For, you know, diving or whatever he did. Try hump some guy on the ground. Trying to get back at him for, you know. Getting a few dirty tackles himself. Uh, during that game. So, they said, look, it's not consistent. And they reduced it to one game. And this is a guy who's been fined heavily earlier in the year for the tackle on the books player. And here he is at it again. So, yeah, clown of the week goes to him. Clown of the week goes to the NFL. But it's the holidays. It's Christmas. Let's be positive. I just want to wish everybody a happy Christmas. Uh, and thanks for, for rocking with us with um the podcast for all these years, really. Um, so, while there has been a bit of change with, you know, people buying houses that's just the evolution of life really isn't i mean having babies buying houses um it's just all part of it so you know we adapt and grow and change with all of that type of stuff so um and a big shout out to andy davies for coming on the podcast and, and filling in and doing a great job with that so i don't know it'd just be a bit of a disservice to try analyze a game that's effectively not going to mean anything and it's you know god knows what the coaching staff will be again it rolls around or soon after and also what players are going to be playing like, you know, a quick punt would be that Hundley goes in. Maybe we see Callahan late if we're getting absolutely pasted. And look out for the second, third stringers on the depth charts, you know. Look out for Michael Clark, for instance, to, you know, maybe give him a tryout. Look for more Geronimo Allison, you know, trying to redeem himself. Maybe Jeff Janis and Trevor Davis actually play wide receiver this year and don't just get stuck on special teams. Um. I don't think it's in the Packers' DNA to roll over, especially to a divisional rival. However, the season doesn't mean anything, and Brett Hundley's behind centre, you know. And I just, if you look at the record, I think Rob Domofsky had a stat that he's the second longest streak of passes without a touchdown at home in the NFL, you know, since inception. And the only player that was worse in that regard was a Bears player from back in the 70s, I think. So that'll give you an indication. So I don't think the Packers would willingly roll over for the likes of the Vikings. I think we'd love to scupper them on their on their run. And I think a mature fan would say, you know what, kind of fair play to them maybe, you know, for finally putting together a good season and, and doing it against all odds. I don't know how you feel. Maybe you're, you know, you've switched off by just hearing that comment. But look, we're out of the run. What's, what's the point in being spiteful, whatever? If they go on and do it, you know, they were on a run of eight games, eight wins, so they kind of deserve it. See the way I said kind of, I even qualified it a bit. So come on, get off my back. So 
yeah, let's see what this game brings. And uh, myself and Andy will be back on Thursday into Friday with a new podcast. Um, and we'll have a look at whatever's come out of that game and looking forward to the next game. And as usual, when we get to the off-season, two podcasts a week is a lot, um, especially when there's not huge amounts of current news to talk about. But there should be some exciting stuff coming, you know, um, some nice topics, some stuff that we've we've got out of the kind of endless, inf- infinite loop of, you know, preview, post-review, preview, post-review. And maybe we'll be able to bring you some nice, insightful stuff, Packer-related, as we go along, look at some news. Um, try discard some of the stuff that's just media waffle and maybe dig into some of the old historical stuff again some of the old characters some of the nuances behind the game some stories so stick with us so from myself at Steedy the NFL wishing you all the best this Christmas and we'll be speaking to you before the new year thanks for being with us become a member if you're not join Facebook Instagram get into our closed group because that's a great place to be and for now it's goodbye